Hey there! You're listening to Make New Friends, a weekly podcast about the trials and tribulations found in the realm of friendship. We're your hosts, Mary Aikman and Sienna Mooney. Let's make new friends! Woohoo! It's the last episode of season one! It's the last episode! Oh my gosh. Crazy! I know every week we're like, oh my god, this is crazy <laughs> where we are! But it really is like. It's like a miracle that we're here, basically. It's a miracle. <laughs> uh 24 how many episodes 24 episodes yeah 24 baby 24 plus some uh live streams Mm -hmm. in between q a's in between yeah i think we should do another live stream at some point i thought that was super fun yeah i liked doing it too and we'll definitely now that we're gonna be on like a little bit of a break after this we'll definitely check back in with some fun uh live streams and other things maybe yeah so stay (laughs) tuned uh we might be cooking some stuff up who knows who knows but this week uh mary what are we talking about uh we're gonna talk about being your own bff yes which isn't exactly as straightforward as it sounds (laughs) as uh sienna told me earlier Trying to wrap my head around what that means. Well, I think we just have different interpretations of what yeah. that can mean. So so that means that you as listeners will probably have different interpretations on what that means. Yeah. Which is always good. Always good to have different perspectives and what we're talking about. But yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk about um, how you can treat yourself in order to become a better friend, whether that's a better friend to yourself mm-hmm. or a better friend to the actual people around you. Yes, and I think that this is an important thing as a person because the better you treat yourself, you will probably treat other people just as well or even better. So I think it's like right. an essential step in, I don't know, what do you what would you call this, like life? maybe (laughs) being a human yeah i don't know it's uncharted territory for me i'm a robot (laughs) beep boop beep boop what is beep boop kindness (laughs) (laughs) so mary what what would you define as like being your own best friend how would you qualify that sorry i had a yawn (laughs) wow i'm boring you already great off to a wonderful start no, 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 no. <laughs> um, it's early for me, miss. <laughs> Way back at the beginning, we kind of defined what a friendship was. And over the the many episodes that we've had, we've talked about what a friend is. Mm-hmm. And being your own BFF is, in a way, and I am aware that this maybe doesn't work for everyone or is maybe like a self-deprecating or not, maybe not even self-deprecating way of like approaching your feelings or how you interact with other people but it is what it says it's you are your friend you instead of like going to another person you learn how to accept certain feelings or deal with certain feelings or do things on your own without feeling lonely or without feeling like you're missing out on like a certain aspect of life or a certain advice that a friend might give you learn to treat yourself better or take on issues better by just being like with yourself and doing it yourself um which I I don't think is a bad thing like it can be bad especially if there's like a lot of emotions you're dealing with or oh true yeah or if you're like if you escape into yourself when it's like you don't even talk to people like that can be bad but like 
I think this understanding comes a lot from my own experience um, because, as I've said over several episodes, like I don't necessarily have a best friend, and so I enjoy being by myself. And it's not just necessarily being like an introvert, although people say <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> it, it's just learning to like enjoy being alone. I think and being with my own thoughts and my own feelings and my own ideas and like getting satisfaction out of them. Yeah, I totally agree. The one thing I think I would add is understanding who you are as a person plays a big part into being your own best friend. Mm -hmm. Like taking that time away from other people to turn inwards and figure out what it is that you are um, all about. Like your goals, your motivations, your morals, I guess, could apply as well. It probably does, but not for me. (laughs) Um, And just like thinking about those things and really strengthening yourself from within, starting from like Mm -hmm. the ground up. And I feel like I've done this maybe a handful of times. I'm probably still doing it now. But maybe like a year ago, I was really on this like sort of self-help kick like I was doing all this stuff for me because I felt like I didn't I couldn't be friends with people until I accepted myself and learned to like love myself and it sounds super cheesy but I do think it's really necessary like how can you devote all of your time and energy into a friendship if you don't feel comfortable being by yourself or like dealing with problems on your own because sometimes you know you need to and at the end of the day right you're with yourself all the time like for Mm -hmm. forever so you kind of need to appreciate yourself and uh learn to live with it so that's the only thing that I would add it calls into mind that that saying that some people say when it comes to like love it's like you need to love yourself before you love another person yeah it's (laughs) it's totally true and it goes for friendship it's like you need to be like a friend to yourself before you can be a good friend to another person and of course that awesome quote from I think it was Socrates yes yes or somebody Aristotle it it was Socrates (laughs) (laughs) know thyself I actually don't think I don't actually think he said that. I think it's been like missed. No, it was written. Let me just double check before we mess this up. This is the <laughs> segment of the podcast where we go into uh, some historical research. <laughs> yes, just a little. We don't do too much, but you know. Uh, so basically, know thyself is an aphorism which may have come from Luxor in ancient Egypt. Oh. Pre Socratics, like. Thales of Miletus and Pythagoras of Samos are thought by some. You know those guys. You know those those dudes we all know and love um, are thought by some to have had ancient Egyptian influences, according to Greek folklore and later writers, including Aristotle. In any case, the saying assumes a distinctive meaning and importance in Greek religion and thought. So. If you're looking for more information on where Know Thyself came from, please do your own research (laughs) because that's not really what this is about, but it still applies. It does. You definitely need to like know thyself before you can know their self. Know thyself before you wreck thyself. Ooh, put that on a (laughs) t-shirt. 
Or a tattoo. Yes, or a tattoo. Um, <laughs> well, I wanted to ask you a question, Mary. Yeah. Do you treat yourself the way that you would treat a best friend? Um, yes. <laughs> okay, give me an example. How do you, how do you treat yourself like a best friend? Um, I don't know. This is kind of, it's very, it's a difficult question. Because you want to say yes, because yeah. like, instinctually you're like, yeah, duh. Like, I love me. <laughs> I love me. I'm the best. Um, I give myself the best gifts. <laughs> um, I think it can come like a really good example of where I treat myself like I would a best friend would probably be when it comes to like having hard feelings or having like difficult feelings to deal with the way I would usually treat that is with a best friend would be to give them some space initially and then to uh start like slowly like going back into their lives or like talking to them or maybe talking to them about the issue depending on the severity of the issue and I think that's kind of the same way I would approach um really difficult feelings with myself so like initially like I'm gonna like let myself deal with the feelings like I'm just gonna like give myself some time to just like be angry or mad or whatever and then I would would slowly then like start like thinking more like logically or like opening myself up to more like a situation that I wouldn't necessarily like that isn't necessarily comfortable right after you have those situations so it's like you need to like go out and talk to that person that you're having bad feelings about or you need to um talk to your parents yeah so i i will at that point start opening myself up to conversations with people instead of just like wallowing in my own Mm -hmm. pity so it's sort of like you have to treat it kind of the opposite that you would with a friend with yourself because it's not going to translate exactly obviously right so you have to um yeah (laughs) <laughs> no, I I follow you. I follow you. It's really interesting that you feel like you do treat yourself like a best friend by giving yourself the space to process these emotions, to handle difficult situations and difficult feelings that come with them. Because I feel like <laughs> I definitely don't give myself that. I think it might have something to do with the fact that I have depression and anxiety and that makes it mm-hmm. harder for me to give myself that slack to just process everything and then move on. For me, it's much more like uh, very self-critical. And when I think about that, that's not the kind of way that I'd want to treat a best friend. I definitely don't want to be critical of them. I want to be supportive and uplifting. So reflecting on like how I treat myself, it's like, girl, you got some work to do. Like, yeah, you should be a little more forgiving and... um Yeah, so it's kind of eye-opening to realize that. Yeah, I think the supportive and forgiving are good words that I couldn't fathom up when I was trying to explain. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) Because I give myself the time and then I go, all right, we need to stop this, like clean it up. And I just like shut it down. And I say, all right, now I'm going to like, you know, think about this more positively. I'm going to do, I'm going to go out and do it and stop like wallowing in my own whatever. And I was thinking about this the other day because I was having a hard time the other day, <laughs> actually. And I, I was thinking about, like, my job, like, my job prospects and all that. And it was at night and I was, like, ready to go to bed. And Oh, no, that's the worst time. Yeah, it got to one point and I was just like, 
stop. I just said, stop. You're going to bed. It's going to be fine. And then I went to bed and it was fine. (laughs) Man, I'm so jealous that you can just do that. For me, it literally... Even if I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm literally so tired. I have to go to bed. This stuff can wait till the morning. It'll manifest in my dreams. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh. fuck. <laughs> so. Damn. Yeah, I really, uh, I envy your ability to shut it down. Thanks. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> so are there any ways that you think you could improve your relationship with yourself um like obviously you're not texting yourself so you don't need to like text (laughs) back (laughs) right I know there's ways that I want to improve myself in general I'm not sure how those ways can like equally translate to how you would think about a friendship so for example like I know that I need to like get off social media at night more and read more I think we all need to do that. Let's be real. Right, right. And I need to like work out more, you know. (laughs) Yes, you're just reading my mind, Mary. Gosh. (laughs) I think these are things that every, but that's like a more of a personal thing. It's That's why I'm trying to think of a way like in a friendship sort of way. Because I like, I, I do hang out with myself a lot. So it's not like I need to hang out with myself more. (laughs) No, I already do that. We'll talk about this later, but like you went traveling by yourself in Europe, which is like, I mean, not that I couldn't do that, but I mean, I wouldn't want to, you know, like, Mm -hmm. why, why, why? (laughs) So we'll we'll go (laughs) over that in a bit. But I think that um, if you look at it a little closer everyone's going to find something about themselves that they want to change. Right. For me, it's definitely like being too hard on myself. That's something I've had an issue with for many years and I'm still working on and it's still really hard to do. So it's not like, oh, now that I know that I need to do this, I can just stop it. It's not always the case, but let's talk a little bit about how to create a healthy relationship with yourself. What do you think? Sounds good. (laughs) Yeah. So you spend a lot of time by yourself. Mm. Do you ever spend time like getting to know yourself? Not really. If you mean in in the terms of like, what do I like? What do I dislike? What do I, what are my strengths and my weaknesses? Yeah. I've done that before, but it's not a common occurrence. Like Mm -hmm. I've done it in terms of like, I have an interview that I have to go on. I need to like kind of figure out, you know, what I'm good at or or those old self-image videos on YouTube. <laughs> oh my gosh, I remember those. What a throwback. Throwback. Some people still do them. Oh. But yeah, those those little times where you kind of have to analyze who you are and what mm-hmm. you like. Um, but it's not common. What about you? How often do you do that? I don't know. I mean, I haven't like sat down and made a list like that in like, I don't know, a year or two. But mm. I think my likes and dislikes are changing, you know, all the time. I think everybody's does to an extent. But I think that I do it more than I realize. Like I think (laughs) a part of my brain is always like, okay, I don't like this anymore. But I love this. This is my new favorite thing. I'm also really bad at this thing. But I'm really good (laughs) at baking cakes. So let's prioritize the cake baking. Always a good thought. I know, right? Like we need more cakes in our lives. Let's be real. (laughs) But um, one thing that is really important about like creating a healthy relationship with yourself is spending that time to 
basically sit down and like interview yourself and be like, so Sienna, what do you like this week? What are your favorite things of December 2017? And then I like sit down and I reply in a video form, right? That's what beauty gurus Mm. do. So it's really helpful because it helps you figure out like what sort of channels you're pouring yourself into or the directions you want to go. Because I know that Right now, you're kind of figuring out, like, your career stuff and where you want to take that. (laughs) And so maybe, like, having that list of, like, I like this, I don't like that might help you. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, We're going to take a break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about enjoying your own company. So stay tuned. Hey everybody, it's Sienna here. I just wanted to drop in and say thank you for listening to episode 24 of Make New Friends. The last six months have totally flown by and I'm just so overwhelmed by the response we've had for the podcast. So really, thank you for all of your support. If you've been keeping up with us this season, you'll know by now that we don't actually pay to advertise the podcast at all. So if you like what we're doing here at Make New Friends, make sure to spread that good, good word. And come on. You guys know what I'm talking about. Your coworkers and your classmates are probably looking to you to be the one to break the ice. So what better way to do that than to tell them about a super awesome podcast about friendship called Make New Friends. You can tell them all about squashing the beef and keeping friendship a two-way street. Um, All of that fun stuff by just, you know, talking about a podcast. Easy peasy. And then you might make a new friend. Who knows? But don't forget that you can also show your support for Make New Friends by rating us on iTunes. Not only does it help us out, but it also gives new listeners a sense of what to expect here at Make New Friends. So kind of like two birds with one stone, you know, do your part. Drop us a review. This is the last episode of season one, so we're going to be taking a little bit of time off to do some research and planning before we hit you hard with season two. But in the meantime, we will be posting weekly over on the blog at makenewfriendspodcast.com slash blog. And also, we really want to do another live stream during the break. So if that's something you're down for, we're going to have more information on our Twitter about when that'll be. So make sure you're following at newfriendspod for updates and whatnot. Okay, folks, those are all the updates I have for you. Back to the episode. Welcome back. Welcome back. Mi amigos. Now we're going to talk, like Sienna said earlier, a little bit about enjoying your own company, which I am... CEO of. <laughs> We're going to go with our CEO analogy, which is not an analogy. We just keep bringing it up. <laughs> yeah. You're very good at spending time by yourself and like, yeah. you know, not making it seem sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes I feel sad about it, but Do most you of really? the time not. No, no. Oh, okay. Only sometimes. I didn't mean that in like a, Mary, you should feel bad about spending time alone. I just meant it as like, a, like that's really impressive because, you know, sometimes on the internet you see these memes that are like, when you go to the movies alone and it's like sad Kermit or something. <laughs> I love going to the movies alone. Me too. I used to do that a lot. I also 
like going to the movies with other people, but mm-hmm. I have no qualms about going to the movies alone. Me neither. I think, like, you know when you go to the movies with that one person who talks through the whole thing? Mm. You know? You know? You've, you've had someone like that? Um, no. No? But I know. Yeah. Okay. I honestly, I'm probably the person who talks. <laughs> <laughs> and I, okay, I'm going to be honest here to all you people out there. I don't talk but I'll make comments every once in a while because I just get super excited. Oh, Especially okay. when it's like a really, like I went and saw Coco with my roommate. I and I was just seen it. so flipping blown away by this movie. It is so good. You have to go see it. You need to go see it. You will love it. I really hope that it does. I, I hope we haven't missed that window of it being in the UK because it was out in America, but we didn't see any movies. We could have seen Lady Bird. We could have seen... Um, Coco, uh, we could have seen so many. Oh, the three billboards. I want. I really want to see that. Um, also, call me by your name. And we come back to England, and it's literally just like Star Wars, which we saw already, and then other movies we don't care about. So there you have it, England. I just looked it up, and Coco doesn't even come out until January nineteenth in the UK. Are you flipping kidding me? And also, like Lady Bird doesn't come out until February. That is so weird. I know. England sucks. Do people not go to the movies like during Christmas time? Is that not a thing? I don't know. I mean, last year uh, we took the whole family to see Moana, a.k.a. my favorite movie. And (laughs) it was awesome. The theater was packed, though. So I don't understand. What is up, England? Well, when it comes out in January, you can go see it. Good. I definitely am going to see it. But... I kept turning to my, not kept, but like there was a few times that I was like, oh my God, like I would turn to her and be like, oh my God. And then like when I realized the like twist of everything before they actually told it, I was oh like, no. oh my God. Oh no. I didn't tell her, but I like, I definitely was like, oh my God, I know what happens. That is so funny, but also kind of annoying, I have to admit. Yeah. But I don't like talk throughout the whole thing. Okay. I think so. that's acceptable. I'm going to give you a pass on that one. <laughs> But that's one of the reasons why I like going to the movies by myself is because I just digest so much media. So like oftentimes I'll be at home and I'll just I'll watch movies because I can. And I know that like my husband doesn't necessarily want to watch the scary movies. So I'll watch those and I just watch like movie after movie after movie. And it's like the same thing, but, you know, not in a theater. Mm -hmm. So I'm all for going to the movies solo. See, that's something that I actually can't really do is watch movies at home a lot. Why? Like, I find that the movie, I don't know, the movies that I tend to watch at home are movies I've already seen. Yeah. I think it's because, like, I don't, I'm not worried about having, like, if I have to stop in the middle or, like, if I, like, all of a sudden don't want to watch anymore. Like, I've already seen it, so I can just stop watching. When it comes to, like, new movies, I have to commit to watching it. Yeah. So I I feel like I tend to stray away from that. Yeah, I understand that. I'm, like, the opposite. I rarely watch movies I've seen already. And so, much to my husband's dismay, he ends up (laughs) not seeing all of these great films because I'm like, "Uh, I've already seen it. Like, I don't want to watch it again. Like, it's it wasn't that good, you know? But meanwhile, I've watched Anastasia at least three times this year for no good reason. <laughs> There's some movies, you know. That you just can't let go of. <laughs> but this is all to say that 
the first thing you need to do to enjoy your own company is to get out of your comfort watch zone. Watch Anastasia. Th- oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is to watch that classic, classic Fox Searchlight movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now owned by Disney. Really? Yeah. You didn't know that? Disney bought out Fox. Oh. Uh, whatever. I guess it's Fox Searchlight or Fox something. Oh, well, that's an interesting development. Yeah. It was just like a week or two ago, so you're not too far behind. Okay. Anyway, so for a lot of you, you may be thinking, oh my God, going to the movies alone, I would never do that. Well, the first thing you got to do is get out of your comfort zone, my dude. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's you having to go to the movies alone. Yeah, basically just changing your normal routines and settings or just taking yourself out of your norm completely can help you get to know yourself better. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I will say that the first time I went, oh, uh, oh you want me to read the next part? Oh, yeah, <laughs> Let me comment. This, for- is, this is your <laughs> moment, Mary. <laughs> I just want everybody to know that Sienna was just making the most obvious pointing, like, you need to go on for the next part, like, motions at me, and I'm just looking at her like, what is this crazy lady doing? I thought I was just, like, setting you up for a home run, Mary. And there you are, just And I was like, it. nope. <laughs> anyway, to get yourself out of your norms, for example... Uh, you could take a solo trip to a foreign country or place. Oh, you don't say. Uh, solo travel is a great way to place yourself in a new situation where you're in a new environment or a different environment and experiencing being alone for extended amount of time. So when I went to Europe, I did the Euro Rail and I went all alone. Well, actually, first I went to Scotland for about a, a, a seven-day week. And then I came back for like a week and then I went to Europe right after that. So it was like a quick, really quick turnaround. So I did a lot of traveling in the span of about a month and I was in Europe for three weeks. Well, roughly three weeks. And I was all alone the whole time. The only people I talked to pretty much the whole time were like people at restaurants or the my like Airbnb or my hostel hosts. Did you learn anything about yourself? I think I learned, I well, I don't know if I learned anything about myself, like, new, but I definitely realized I'm a, I'm a lot more flexible than I thought I was. Like, I just, like, roll with it. Because, of course, it wasn't a perfect, it, like, it wasn't a perfect trip where, like, everything went as planned. Like, I had a situation at a, at a Airbnb where, like, it just... Like, the people were really nice. They just, it just wasn't, like, a, a great environment. I didn't want to be in it. And it wasn't be about the people. It was just more, like, where it was. And I was up the whole night, and there was someone smoking. So I guess it was, like, the people, but it wasn't, like, it wasn't them being mean, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it was just, like, it was a really cheap Airbnb. And because it was cheap, it wasn't, like, a five-star hotel. That was, like... Yeah. The issue. So I just said, you know what? Like, I, st- I was supposed to stay there two nights, and I, like, went to a hostel the second night because I, I couldn't stay. And I just, you know, I just rolled with it. And I and that was, like, the early part of my trip, too. That was only the fourth day, maybe the fourth day. It might have been the third day. So I, I kind of learned that I can just do things. I can be flexible, and it doesn't, like, 
it won't hurt anything if yeah. things don't go as planned, which I think is something I need to, like, remind myself about all aspects of my life is that, like, things aren't going to go as planned. And, yeah, it might be shitty in the moment, but you will persevere on. Yeah. Uh, the next thing I wanted to say is that if you aren't ready for drastic time alone <laughs> in a foreign country like me, um, you know, a, a, an easy thing you can do is go for a walk around your neighborhood by yourself or just minimizing the distractions you have, like turning off your laptop, your phone, and just in your daily life, providing yourself with these opportunities to embrace change in your normal routine. Like just small shifts can allow you to challenge yourself and get to know yourself better as a result. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good example. Do you take walks alone? I need to start doing that more. When I was going to therapy, I walked there every week. And that was great because I got to walk around a different part of the town and like I would see all <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what is up with me, but I can like spot a spider from like a mile away. <laughs> and so I would just be like, oh, spider, 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 wow. spider as I was going. And so that was like an entertaining thing for me to do. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's definitely one thing that I could do more of because it'll get me out of the house. Which is like my nemesis. I'm usually indoors most of the time. Yeah. I think we have a little bit of opposite problems there where like my nemesis is being indoors because I never get anything done. Uh. <laughs> so because right now I'm sort of like in and out of working, not really, but am. I do work a lot. Like I work on our podcast and I work on my other podcast and applications and a load of different stuff. And I spend a lot of that time in coffee shops where I think coffee shops are a really good place to like, if you want to spend more time alone, a good place to do it is to do it around other people, but you are alone. Yeah. So you don't necessarily feel alone. Right. But you are like just with yourself. So coffee shops are great places because a lot of them, if you if you go to a nice one that's not like a Starbucks or something, <laughs> it's like people are there all day working on things. Yeah. Like it's their office. And like there's one in my hometown that I would go to so often, like I actually became friends with the baristas or the the guys who worked the coffee bar because I was there all the time and they would see me and I became a regular. But I was always there alone, but through being there alone, I started to develop other relationships. Um, so getting out, walking around, or just going to some place that you don't normally go can can be a really good thing. Yeah, and that um, ties in really nicely with the next point, which is to develop daily interests you can enjoy doing alone. Um, and we've talked about going to the movies alone, taking walks around the neighborhood, working at a coffee shop. Something I've done to get myself out of the house but still have that alone time is going to the library just to read mm. because it's like I love a library it's a free space you can just go sit there yeah. with a book that you brought from home or you can pick up a book you don't even have to check it out you can just read the book and put it back no biggie another thing you could do is you could take up knitting or another hobby like that or you could meditate that's a really good way to turn inward and get to know thyself yeah I've never tried meditating. Have you? Um, I have. Yeah. I think I do it more like when I'm very stressed and I just need I just need like 45 minutes to just block out what's happening around me and just like 
take the time to relax like each muscle of my body. That's pretty much it. I've never really done it in terms of like, okay, I'm struggling with this thing that's happening to me and I need to um, open up my mind and like dig deep in there. It's more just like, I'm stressed. I need to relax. That's it. That makes sense. So I've never done meditating or knitting, but yeah, I'm sure if that works for you guys, all the power to you. <laughs> uh, but our next point is that you should try going on a date with yourself. Ow, ow. Ooh, ow, ow. <laughs> Which can be a variety of things. I think I've done this before by by going to the movies. I would yeah. go to the movies and then like get food after mm-hmm. or go to the mall. Uh, the mall is a place I usually like make a day out of. So yeah. I'll like go to the mall, like shop around some stores, have some food, then maybe go to a different mall or a different store or something. Um, and that, it, I mean, other than like the sale clerks, nobody's really talking to you. Um, so you are kind of with yourself. But you're like going to the mall is a good example because you are sometimes you're thinking about other people. You're thinking about what gifts to buy them. Mm-hmm. Like it's around Christmas time right now, um, or it'll be after Christmas when this comes out. So keep that in mind for next Christmas, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I really like shopping by myself. I find I'm much more efficient and clear headed, and I can just do everything I want to do. Yes. I don't have to be like, oh, do you want to go to Urban Outfitters or do you want to go get some food? Because I have a huge drive for looking at stuff. I just like seeing what options are out there, what the prices are. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my husband, he appreciates good packaging and design and everything. But, you know, sometimes he just meets his threshold. And then I'm like, oh, okay, I guess we're done here. Let's go to the movies and sit down for two hours, you know? Yeah. So uh, it's always good to take that time solo and do the things you like to do. I was going to say, and speaking of going to the mall, treat yourself yes. is our next point. <laughs> uh, this is something I did a lot when, well, I want to say like, I didn't always used to do this, but uh, when I was living in New Orleans and I had a job and my own income and I was living by myself uh, with a roommate, but you know, by myself, I didn't have a partner. I was pretty good about treating myself. Like I would go to Ulta. I would buy myself fancy makeup that I was really interested in. And I really miss that. But now, like, I have enough makeup. And so I don't really need to buy any more. Untrue. Untrue. You never have enough. You know, I mean, makeup does expire. So who knows? <laughs> who knows? But um, so basically, it's just important to give yourself that special attention and affection that you would receive from a best friend because you have the same power to do that for yourself. Like you can pick yourself up a little something something just (laughs) because you saw it and you thought, oh, this would make a nice gift for moi. Yeah. I don't have any money right now. Neither do I, girl. (laughs) So I like to treat myself by imagining how I would treat myself later on. Yes, yes. Like, ooh, when I'm rolling in that CEO cash. Oh, yeah, that good, good CEO cash. (laughs) I went to Turvis Tumblr Factory yesterday, and I said, when I have enough money, I'm going to buy myself so many cups. (laughs) Uh, For the people out there who don't know what Turvis Tumblr Factory is, can you uh, give a brief explanation? 
A Tervis tumbler is a type of cup. It's like a hot or cold insulated cup, and they come in like so many different designs. <laughs> Anything you could imagine they have. And they have some cool like Harry Potter ones or like different movies that come out. Uh, I think they have a like deal with Disney. They have like a lot of Disney superhero kind of stuff. But they're just awesome cups and they last forever and they have a lifetime guarantee. Whoa, really? And they're just amazing. And they're like $14 a cup. So they're not like super expensive, but it's still like an expensive cup, I guess, you know. (laughs) I will say those types of cups I have only ever seen in Florida. I have never seen them anywhere else. It's a Florida company, so that's probably why. But I think they are, like, at least East Coast-wide. Yeah. I, don't, I think they sell them, like, in different types of stores. But they sell them at Bell's. And I, we have the factory store down here where I live. So that's oh where gosh. we went yesterday. And I was in heaven. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I own so many of these cups, you guys. I can't even tell you. I honestly don't doubt it. Like, I haven't seen all of them. I'm, I'm sure I've seen a handful in the times that we've Skyped together. But like, I know you've probably got a box of them. I'll show you. I'll take a picture of <laughs> your collection. My dad's. Well, my my collections in, in Alexandria, but I will take a picture of my dad's and I'll send it to you. And then I'll also put it on the Twitter when this episode comes out oh, so that you guys Lord. can see the uh, vast <laughs> amount. It is ridiculous, but also very important to my life anyway so just treat yourself yeah just one of the ways that you can treat yourself with cups (laughs) the next point is to compliment yourself and actually mean it so in their seminal 1974 book how to be your own best friend psychologists mildred newman and bernard berkowitz discuss the value of self self-worth during the process of becoming a good friend to yourself and they recommend that when you do something you are proud of dwell on it a little praise yourself for it relish the experience and take it in so basically just like soak in it and be like yes I did this thing rather than just be like eh, it was whatever by acknowledging your self-worth and cultivating inner value you're taking control of what makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. So do that. So rather than trying to like fit your choices and decisions into what someone else defines as successful or powerful, this is something that I really need to <laughs> tell myself and learn about myself. Uh, you need to turn inward and acknowledge that you have value and meaning in the world. Um, yes, so don't Mary. wait for someone else to recognize your self-worth, girl. Yes. You. You do it yourself. Everyone, I want I want you to take a moment. Okay. And um, if you're listening to this on a phone, just turn off your screen, hold up that black mirror, and just say, I have value and meaning in the world. I have value and meaning in the world. There you go. Thank you, Cece. <laughs> Thank you, Sienna Mirror. Because you know what? You do. And um, you need to recognize that. Thanks. You do too. <laughs> oh, I do too? Yeah. Oh, oh cool, cool. Good. <laughs> also, complimenting yourself helps you focus on the positive aspects of your day rather than the negative. Like, I know it's so easy to be like, oh, this jerk cut me off on the way to work. Oh, I'm so pissed. But like, maybe you hit every green light on the way to work. Like, that's awesome. So maybe yeah. think about that, huh? Um, basically, 
avoiding that negative self-talk like calling yourself names and putting yourself down something I do a lot is not a good thing to practice like you wouldn't talk to a friend that way so don't talk to yourself that way something I really need to remember right and just like work on that positive self-talk until it becomes a habit so saying like well Sienna Sage Mooney you make really really great uh what do I make uh oh cheesecakes uh mm, I don't think I've ever made like a full-blown cheesecake I've got one I've got one well you've made little cheesecakes that's true with me once that's true anyway well well, Sienna Sage Mooney, you are a very thoughtful and kind friend to yourself and to others and also cats. <laughs> and then, you know, by saying that every day to myself, I'll be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm like the best cat person friend ever. Agreed. See, it's already rolling off the tongue. You can tell I'm just killed it. Got it. Yep. So natural. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, like we're kind of doing now, a good best friend and thus a good best friend to yourself will have a good sense of humor. Mm-hmm. So have like a good attitude towards yourself and the things you say and that you do because a best friend would treat you that way. Yeah. By being positive and supportive of yourself, you won't take yourself too seriously, which is very important. Yeah. Those people are the worst. (laughs) And you'll be able to laugh at yourself in a healthy and helpful way. Yeah, I laugh at myself all the time. Like, not even uh, in a self-deprecating way. I laugh when it's not funny. (laughs) Well, I do. I like like laughing. Um, I think I'm very funny, but in a very goofy way. So, like, laughter's the best medicine. Um, you guys need a prescription? I can write one for you. Um, Thanks, Doc. Dr. Sienna Mooney. Just kidding. I'm not a doctor. Please, please. It rolls off the tongue. Doctor. Uh, the last... Doctor, doctor. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> doctor, doctor. Give, give me, me the, the news. news I got. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, see what we mean laughing. Being very weird. It's healthy and normal. <laughs> Mary's just staring at me on Skype like a lunatic. So let's get on with the last point. Uh, Working on improving your friendship every day. It's so important. Like whether you note any improvements or adjustments to your relationship with yourself by writing down your thoughts and challenges in a diary, as we mentioned before, or if you just make mental notes of your journey to self-discovery, it's just a good idea to track your progress as you develop your friendship with yourself because that way you can look back Mm -hmm. and see how far you came. Right. And then when you take the step, say this is the first step in making yourself a better friend in general, you say, all right, I'm going to tackle myself first. Then you'll have all these notes and what worked for you and what didn't. Um, So then when you're actually going out and making friends or trying to make better friends, you can look back at those diaries or journals and say, yeah, like this worked really well for me. So now I'm going to try that out with actual people, not just myself. (laughs) Yeah. And also like when you're making a new friend and like, let's say not everything goes to plan and you're like, oh, dang, I I messed up. Maybe having that journal of progress, you can look back at it and be like, well, I actually, I did better than the first time I went up and introduced myself to a new group of people. So it's pretty handy to see that. And then you can learn not to be so hard on yourself. Right. 
So after you've done all this, notice if your sense of independence, self-worth, or self-love are positively affecting your other relationships. So essentially what we just said, um, but maybe not like looking back, but just see if the way that you've changed yourself is automatically or naturally changing the way you interact with other people. And consider if your fear of being alone has lessened or if you're if you can fully enjoy your own company now. So not only how it's affecting your relationships with other people, but you do need that moment of like final looking back and saying, okay, wow, actually all of this has changed for the better and I can do these things now that I wasn't able to do three months ago or what however long it took you to get there. Exactly. And maybe going out to a coffee shop and just working for an hour every day has helped you get that alone time that maybe you needed. Maybe you're a huge extrovert, always surrounded by friends, and maybe you just needed that time to be um, sort of on your own path, Mm -hmm. doing your thing. And that's given you the time to rejuvenate and be like, all right, I'm ready to go out for drinks. Let's party. Let's kill it. <laughs> kill it. <laughs> okay. Any final thoughts? Um, I think that this episode, I would say, is one of my... It's like I love but hate it. Like, I know that I need to work on being a better friend to myself. But also, like, I... <sighs> I'm stubborn so and it's hard to change <laughs> but it's also something I want to do so it's like ugh, I know I should do it like I should go out for a walk and I should keep a journal but guys I'm stubborn so I also think it's a very important thing to talk about like accepting yourself mm-hmm. for who you are and not being so hard on yourself too um, so I'm glad we're talking about it yeah agreed and I think it's a topic that not a lot of people think about when they think about friendship in general. I know we've mentioned here and there maybe the idea of you need to look at yourself. Why are you treating this person that way? Yeah. But on a whole, we haven't really talked about it a lot. And it is so integral to how you treat other people as how you first treat yourself. And so I'm glad that this is something that we're we're ending on um me too because i think it's gonna be quite helpful for everyone especially towards uh coming into a new year you know everyone's making oh right their yeah, new year's yeah. resolutions so this is a really good thing to take away from it and be like okay well how do i want to improve my relationship with myself in the new year mm-hmm. like personally i definitely want to get better about waking up earlier and going to sleep at an earlier time than like 2 or 3 a.m. So and I think by doing those things, it'll give me more time in the day to, let's just say, make new friends or put more time throughout my day to day activities to being more extroverted, if you will. Right. And I think in retrospect, this episode might have been good at the beginning as well. Like I think it fits well in the beginning and in the end because it is something that is going to be I don't know if reciprocal is the right word, but it's going to keep coming back around. Like you're always going to have cyclical. Yeah. You're going to always have to keep readdressing like who you are and where you fit into things and how you treat yourself. 
And then that will, again, reflect how you treat other people. And it's not something that's one and done. You're like, oh, yep, I did this self-help book, and now I'm the best person that ever lived. No, you're going to have ups and downs, and there's going to be years or days or months or whatever that are going to be difficult. But you'll always be able to uh, find that rhythm again, and we're hoping that this will help you do that. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, you know, since this is the end of season one of Make New Friends, yes. I guess we'll just like, you want to share some thoughts about how the season has gone? Yeah. And hopes for the second season? Sure. Uh, you want to go first or do you? I asked you, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. So I think it's gone really well, like in terms of us and us getting shit done like we've done it we did it yeah like there were some bumps here and there but that's bound to happen but we always made it work uh i think that it was a really good introduction to uh making new friends from people who we don't have degrees in psychology uh we don't have any kind of like real scholarly backing about what we're talking about but i think that it's very good that we're just people who are wanting to improve ourselves and improve our friendships and that we can come together every week and talk about something that uh that we've kind of stewed on and that we can think about from a little bit of a not a complete bird's eye view but a a bird's eye view enough that we can try to help other people um as well as helping ourselves yeah totally Um, some of the highlights for me this year have been our blog Mm. and obviously like, uh, this is a podcast, so you guys are listening to us talk right now, but in case you weren't aware, we do have a blog where listeners of the show have shared their thoughts on friendship covering a vast variety of topics. And I'm just like, I have to say, I'm so grateful for all of you guys who have contributed to the blog you guys are so talented and it's been such a surprising element of doing the podcast for me Mm. because like each week I am just overwhelmed with how thoughtful these pieces are yeah so um you know this is just a little shout out if you haven't read the blog yet like please go check it out it's makenewfriendspodcast.com slash blog and I think you'll love it because I'm obsessed with it I <laughs> and we're gonna keep the blog post coming right um during our break as well so there's gonna be plenty for you to read I think I've with the blog I've definitely been surprised at how many people have been so forthcoming to writing yes. or like interested in writing for it because um I don't know how much you guys know about how Sienna and I kind of like split up our roles or duties but one of my like main duties was trying to find people for the blog and I would like post on on Facebook was my biggest surprise is that I would post on my personal Facebook page and say hey like I have this podcast we're looking for people to write a blog for and I would have people come out of the woodwork like people (laughs) I hadn't talked to in years could be like yes I'd love I'd love to write a blog post so for example a couple weeks ago uh, we had Melanie Calvinson 
write a blog post about her dogs. And this is a sorority sister that I haven't really talked to since since college for at least like four years. And she was interested in doing it because she loves her dogs and she believes her, her pets are her friends. And she was excited to do it. And it's just the, those little things of reconnecting with other people, mm-hmm. but also getting those different perspectives. That is just so great. Yeah, for sure. So if you're interested in sharing a story, please email us make new friends podcast at gmail.com we would love to hear from you we're always looking for new content and yes seriously like don't be shy come say hi <laughs> i just made that up <laughs> i love it we're gonna put it on a graphic <laughs> what about for next season what are you sort of looking forward to so next year, we haven't really finalized anything yet, but I'm right. I'm really hopeful that we'll get to do some interviews. So uh, that's going to be an exciting yeah. element. I'm excited for yeah, that. Yeah, I think that's – we haven't done anything like that, obviously. Like, that's not really something we've explored, but I think it would be a really – cool step to take with the podcast Mm -hmm. what about you um i totally agree i think it'd be cool to bring some people who have written blogs in oh yeah and talk to them maybe about their blogs or maybe just about their specific experience um i'm excited for us to talk about topics that we didn't talk about um or topics like really more in depth on maybe something that we already have Obviously, like Sienna said earlier about the blog, if you want to do it, let us know. But also, if you have ideas about what we should talk about, you should let us know. Because obviously, we're here talking like every week about stuff that we care about. And it's helpful to us. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, like we have listeners and you guys are the audience. And so if there's something that you really want to talk about... Or if you're if you want to be interviewed because you have something you really want to talk about, then you need to let us know yeah. um, because we are in your minds. We don't know what you want to hear, <laughs> so so if you you know let us know in reviews or in comments or on Twitter or Facebook wherever you interact with our content, then then you know slam that like button, fam. Yeah, because tell us a comment. We're here and we're reading what you guys are saying. So yeah, it would help us out a lot because we want to make this podcast something that everyone can relate to and enjoy. And, you know, sometimes the stuff that we are coming up with isn't always going to cover the stuff that you guys want to listen to. Um, And another thing I think would be really exciting to do with the blog next year. I think it would be cool if we had more sort of think pieces or sort of like mm. um, like mini memoirs about a specific friendship relationship. So if that's something you're interested in writing about, send us an email. Um, I'd love to hear your pitch or something like that. So mm-hmm. yeah. Any other thoughts about season one of Make New Friends before we sign off for the year? I think, well, I'm always, you know, we're obviously here for self-improvement, for improvement in general. So if you do have any comments that are more constructive, like don't be afraid to let us know. Yes. We know that this isn't perfect, but we like it and we think it's pretty good. Yeah. But we know that there's ways to make it better. So if you do have thoughts or ideas on how to make it better, let us know. Uh, don't be afraid that we're going to be like, Ew, who are you? Never listen to our podcast again. <laughs> no, we'll definitely take your constructive criticism on board and yes. do our best to apply it to future episodes of the podcast. 
And that's it. That's it. <laughs> Let's go into the outro. Sounds good. Thanks for listening to Make New Friends. Do you have a story about friendship you'd like to share? Email us at makenewfriendspodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter and Facebook at New Friends Pod. Special thanks to our producer, Alex Papworth, and music by Max Wallace. For show notes, research, blog posts, and more, head on over to makenewfriendspodcast.com and we'll see you next year. Bye. See you next year. <laughs>